Welcome to the Sweet Run Podcast, your source for all things running and travel in super fun destinations around the world. We're your hosts, Gerald Mitchell and Natalie Mitchell. Welcome to episode 66 of the Sweet Run Podcast. And this week, we are so happy to welcome Shayla Houlihan to the show. Shayla is the men and women's cross country coach at UC Santa Barbara. And this past fall, the men's cross country team won the Big West Conference Championship. Shayla has earned a successful coaching career, including being the head coach of the Dark Sky Professional Running Group sponsored by Under Armour, and Shayla was also the head cross-country coach at Cal Berkeley. We love having strong women coaches on this show, and that is exactly what Shayla exemplifies. It was such a treat to get a chance to, to get to know Shayla for a little bit in our chat, and talk with her about her coaching and she was also a professional runner. She was a Brooks sponsored steeplechaser and in 2012 she went to the Olympic trials. So we talk about her running and coaching and then in the second half of our chat we talk about living, running and hanging out in beautiful Santa Barbara. This is Shayla's relatively new hometown. She is already in love with it. She shares with us her favorite places to run, where to dine out, where to hang out, and so much more in Santa Barbara. We are so happy to share this conversation with you. So here we go. We have to take a moment to give a big shout out to our sponsor, Inside Tracker. Inside Tracker is a science-backed trackable action plan that helps you answer the question, what is going on inside my body? 2022 is here. You are training hard and looking ahead to spring and summer races. And yes, it's great to run all the miles and eat well and sleep well, but you need to find out what's going on inside your body. And that's what Inside Tracker provides. You go and get a blood draw and they do the rest and give you a comprehensive plan on what you're doing right and what you need to improve on, as well as some really helpful suggestions to get you on the right track. So go check out Inside Tracker. Use the code SWEETRUN to take 25% off of everything that they have to offer. We love Inside Tracker and we know you guys are going to love it too. So a big thanks to our friends at Inside Tracker. The Sweet Run Podcast officially has merchandise, my friends. We are really pumped to share our brand new Sweet Run mug with you. Go to our website and check it out. It is designed by our son, Josh Mitchell, who is a cross-country runner and a lover of this sport. The great thing about having this mug is it's cold outside right now. You can curl up after your run with a Sweet Run mug and have a little bit of coffee, tea, hot water with lemon, whatever it is, hot apple cider that you like to warm up with. Use it. Enjoy it. We are really happy you guys are here. So go check out our Sweet Run mug. And now, friends, please enjoy our fun conversation with UC Santa Barbara men and women's cross-country coach, Shayla Houlihan. Shayla Houlihan, welcome to the Sweet Run podcast. We're so happy to have you. Thank you so much. I'm uh, happy to be joining and uh, getting to meet (laughs) y'all. I know it, it is, Welcome. you know, we always say this, but it is so funny, like, you know, this weird world of social media and we find people and then we connect and suddenly you're like seeing someone you've never seen before and meeting them. So it's, it's really nice to meet you. 
Yeah, likewise. It's awesome. So, so great. (laughs) We were just talking all things, well, not all things. We're going to dive into that, but I'm so excited to talk to you about my alma mater, UC Santa Barbara, and you are the head coach. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I just got here in at the end of August. So very, very new six months into the job and, uh, it's been a whirlwind, like I was uh, saying a little bit earlier. So it's, uh, just kind of went head first, dove in and, and got going right away into cross country season. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you kind of walked into, it looks like a kind of a nice situation there. I mean, they just got rolling right away or where they were already rolling and, and you've got a nice championship under your belt already. And what, <laughs> man, what, what a way to walk into a new job, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, definitely. Um, I attribute a lot of that to that, that a lot of that success to Nick Randazzo and uh, a lot of our just upperclassmen leadership um, through him and uh, Matt Richardson and um, really Brian Schultz as well. Like they just really had the team dialed in when I got there, you know, they did their work. Obviously we know a cross country season is made in the off season. It's made over summer break and they all, individually and somewhat together, like went up to altitude. Some of them went, were in Flagstaff when I was living there, we probably ran across each other and didn't even know it. Um, and then a a few of them went to Boulder, Colorado and did their altitude training. And so they were, they're just really into running and really into this thing. And when I got hired, um, the, the two leaders of the team, the, they collectively were like, we want to win a conference title. Like, do you think we can do that? And, I looked at it and I was like, well, if you guys believe you can do it and I see the people that we have, yeah, we can do it. Like, let's, let's shoot for it. If we don't do it, then we don't do it, but, um, we might as well give it a shot. So that's all year. What I, um, dialed the training towards was that conference title. And also I thought we had a really nice shot at potentially being able to make cross country nationals. I knew it was going to be harder this year, just because there were a lot of like older men running for other teams too, you know, a lot of veteran runners. And so that was uh, something that I didn't quite know the landscape of, but I was like, well, well, I am going to set you up for it. We, I always train my, my guys towards the 10 K anyways. So, um, those were kind of our two big goals, but with that conference title was like the main thing that we really wanted to achieve. They hadn't done it since 2015. So, Um, they definitely, you know, potentially could have done it in those years previous, but, um, yeah, I think we just, they, it, you know, it it was a lot of luck too. (laughs) You have to have luck on your side. (laughs) They just needed the right coach to come along and you were only there for eight weeks and you led them to a conference championship. So huge congratulations. And, you know, and, and for me, I love seeing women in this role and we need more women coaches. And so I'm, I'm really, really excited. Really, really. It's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. I have a kind of a technical coaching question. When you say you, you know, kind of geared the training toward the conference, you know, championships, um, what does that mean in terms of what you may not have focused on or, you know, cause I'm thinking, well, every week or every other week, there's a race. We want to go and win that race. Yeah. But 
how do you manage that to say, okay, we may, I don't know, are we holding back a little bit in, in planning for, what does that look like? Yeah, no, that's a really, really good question. Um, and that's something that I like to do a lot with my teams too, is like, okay, so the schedule set up a certain way for different teams. So each year my schedule might change a little bit, um, depending on the clientele and like who I have on my team. Right. So, um, we basically each week had the advantage. We actually, so our, our biggest competition was Cal Poly the entire time. And, um, it was such an advantage to race them every single race this entire season. So we knew exactly what we needed to do each, each race. We got a little bit closer and, but with that, I, I did have some strategic things that I had the team do. So we never went all out. Um, you could see in a few different races where we would hold back a little bit at the beginning, like usually earlier in the season, we'll hold back in the beginning and then try to like run the last two to three miles really, really hard and just see like, and I like to get their splits and be like, okay, now you know that you can close in a 430 last mile. Like that's something that you've never done before, but because we held back in the beginning, you know, so it's just like kind of, um, putting these tools in their tool belt. So then once we get to the conference championship, whatever sort of race happens, we can, we can take advantage of it because we have all those tools now. So there was one point where uh, I think it was Bronco. I had him go out hard for the first mile. And then I wanted them to settle for the second mile, actually this, the second, the second and the third mile. And then the fourth and fifth mile, I wanted to, I wanted them to like hammer it. So, and that was the race that Nick Randazzo broke the course record and his last two miles were, I think 435 and then 429. So he was like, oh man, that felt so easy. So, you know, going to, into the conference championship, he felt pretty set up to do anything that kind of was thrown at him and come conference time. I was like, well, we know that Cal Poly is just hammering from the beginning and just going for it. So I actually think we're fitter than them. So now we're going to do it. We're going to go and run hard the entire way and see what happens. And we had it on that day. Nice. <laughs> they could have had it that day too. I think it could have been a, a coin toss. So <laughs> they're great competitors and it's a lot of fun to compete against them and have, have another conference team that is that strong. So, yeah, it's pretty cool to see too. Cause I, you know, ran at Santa Barbara a long time ago. And it's funny because we were, you know, when I was running there, we would, were running against Cal Poly and they were strong then too. So it's kind of neat to still see, the two teams, you know, still matching up after all these years. You know, it's interesting though, too. I wanted to ask you, because I know the men run an 8K and the women run a yeah. 6K. It used to be 5K, 10K. Is that right? So um, during, so for the men, um, during the preseason, it's all 8K. And then we get to the regional meet and it's a 10K. The regional and the national meet are a 10K. And the tricky part about that one in particular is that we have eight days in between regionals and nationals. So you're running, you not only have not ran a 10K all year, but then you're asked to run a 10K basically back to back, something you've also never done all year. <laughs> so that's, that's why I say it's a little bit tricky. And that's, you know, I do try to, 
I tend to uh, train the men towards that 10 K distance. Um, but it's tricky because yeah, at the conference meet, that's it's a whole mile less. <laughs> so over a whole mile. So yeah, um, it's a little bit tricky. And then on the women's side, um, a lot of races, and I think a lot of races tend to be 5k the first couple of races of the season. Um, I don't like to go to those meets because I think the women should get used to the 6k distance because they get to run it all year that way, you know? So um, it, it's not as much of a difference, but it can feel like a big difference if you're running a 5k all season. So for whatever reason, I just, I just really love to hammer that 6k distance home. So, yeah. So that's interesting. What yeah. does uh, a typical week look like, you know, for the men? I mean, do the men and women train together and what, how much my, mileage are you guys doing and what's kind of a key workout for you guys? Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, being, um, a men's and a women's coach, um, something that I've always done and something that, um, I kind of took from Tony Sandoval, it was training the two teams together. I think both genders have a lot of strengths that they provide to the opposite gender. And when they train together, they use each other's strengths to build each other up essentially, you know, they can kind of see, especially right now, my women are very, are developing a lot. They're very young. So they're, they need uh, kind of that extra leadership right now. So they're kind of leaning in and seeing what the guys are doing. And they're like, oh man, they're winning the conference. You know, we want to be able to do that. We want to be right there with them. So they're doing a lot of just like watching and learning and asking questions because they do have such like great leadership from that, the men's distance right now. So I, I keep encouraging that, like, Hey, ask some questions and they're going to lead in their own way, which is beautiful. And it's, once it comes together, it's like this very organic, awesome thing, getting a women's team to like really function at a high level together. It's like my favorite thing ever. So they're going to be different, but they can at least like learn some things from each other basically. So, um, and right now, like coming back from break, my women are dialed in. My guys are kind of going all over the place and the women have it dialed in. It's like, so it just, it just happens. It just flip-flops a little bit every so often. So, and the guys will get it together, but I think having each other, you know, you can kind of call each other out <laughs> a little bit more sure. fluidly. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it is good. It's good that they, that they train together. Now you're saying they're, they're back. So now the, the cross-country season is over, but are they back to running again, going into the track season? Yes. Yep. So we don't have a, an indoor season. Um, so they're just basically, we're back to a base phase, which is awesome to have just another proper buildup into outdoor season. So our first race is the first weekend of March. Um, and yeah, then we'll get, hit the ground running basically, but yeah, we are back training and, um, I have them doing morning practices, which they're getting used to, but you know, it's 7am. It's not 6am. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice coach. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they think so, but <laughs> it's nice to be done, you know, and I think they can all kind of agree upon that. So, <laughs> so are they right now, they're just running one time, like a 7am practice and then they're done yeah. for the day. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's not nice. so bad. I was yeah. thinking maybe you made doubles. them come back yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at three o'clock. No. Yeah, I used to do that, um, but I, I don't do that anymore because they're going to get it done on their own. They're motivated, so. 
Good. Um, <laughs> now going into track season, what are some of the key differences you find, you know, strength weaknesses that maybe somebody's not as strong as, cro as cross country can shine more on the track and vice versa, transitioning from cross country to the track, you know, into track season? Yeah, I think, I think the biggest difference is, um, yeah, I think, yeah, the biggest difference that I find is like those middle distance people that I've been asking to run like the 800, 1500 people that I'm asking to run cross country, like our, our fourth man, uh, Jarrett Chin, he ran awesome cross country all year and he's a 150, 800 meter runner <laughs> and a soon to be sub 340, 1500 meter runner. And, uh, so, you know, seeing that guy, like, I think he's just going to blossom finally. Cause he has this giant aerobic capacity now that he can finally utilize through the rounds of an 800 or through the rounds of a 1500, um, who knows, maybe a 5k we'll see if I can get him in one, <laughs> but, um, I think that's where you see kind of the bigger differences. And then, I mean, obviously you have all the events in, in track, so we'll have all of them covered pretty well. Um, with the steeple, we have a giant steeple crew on the men and the women's side. So, um, yeah, that should be pretty fun. Yeah. That's going to be fun for you because you know, the steeple chase. Yeah. I loved <laughs> reading about that. You going to the Olympic trials and being uh, sponsored by Brooks as a pro steeple chaser. Do you miss it? Um, sometimes, uh, I, yeah, I, I will say like, I think maybe I cut my career a little bit short, but I have no regrets about that either at the same time, because my passion lies with coaching and I, I never thought I would be a professional runner. I never thought I could become that good. So, um, it was just my wildest dreams basically were happening while I was <laughs> running professionally. So, <laughs> but looking back, I'm like, oh man, I had a lot more potential <laughs> that I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's pretty cool because you've got, you you have the best of both. I mean, to have that career as a pro, you know, and to push yourself and, and see what you could do on the pro side. And now to, you know, take all of that knowledge and all of that and be able to give that to your athletes is pretty special. Yeah, it is. It's very special. And I, I definitely have a unique coaching background, just the unique, um, running background. So, um, I kind of done it all at this point, which is wild. As I was thinking back about my career <laughs> before I came on here, I'm like, huh. Oh, pretty much done it all. <laughs> I've seen a lot of things. Yeah. Now, do you ever um, kind of let them know what coach is capable of out there with maybe on, I don't know, men and women's side, do you ever like <laughs> dust off the shoes and go, eh, let me just, you know, let you know what, what, what coach could do back in the day. Cause it's not that far back. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a decade now. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely, I still run a lot. So, um, I ran the Santa Barbara half marathon this past November. So I, I do still run quite a bit and I do run with the team. Um, usually on Wednesdays for our medium long run, I like to run with the guys um, because they'll kind of run a little bit slower for me. And then on long runs, I'll usually run with the women. So it kind of matches up a little bit better. So it, I can still, cause then the women tend to run those harder. So it's, it's about the same pace essentially. <laughs> so my, yeah, my medium long run is like kind of hard. 
Okay. You ran that Santa Barbara half pretty fast. Didn't you come in like third place or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I was third. Um, pretty shockingly because <laughs> my body was not feeling great. Like the week leading into it. Cause I had done a little bit of training and, uh, my body just likes to run just the same pace, you know? So, um, that was a little bit shocking for it. So I just took a bunch of ibuprofen and just went for it, but <laughs> I was definitely conservative the first half. And then, um, yeah, the last few miles I was running under six minute pace. I don't know where that came from, but it was happening. So <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's always good when, when, you know, the coach of a team, a cross country team can, can go back and be like, yep, I still got it. You guys. So come on, let's, yeah. let's chop to it. <laughs> yep. No, it was fun though, too. Cause, um, JT service, do you know, JT? I don't. Um, he's a UCSB alum. Okay. So he, um, was in charge of the event. It was, it was beautiful because, you know, he, I actually asked, I was like, Hey, can I uh, get in on this race? And he's like, yes, but will you bring the team? And I was like, all right, deal. So it was part of our community service. We, um, the team came out and helped volunteer for the event. And so the whole track team was there, the cross country team that wasn't racing regionals was there. And, uh, so they got to cheer me on. It was awesome. I had a built-in like little fan club <laughs> along the whole way. So yeah. oh, that's <laughs> great. Really and fun. just to like help out JT and, and, uh, just have it be this beautiful community. And that's just what Santa Barbara is. Like it's, it's so mm-hmm. such a unique place. I mean, you know, but, uh, it's like, it's such a beautiful place. Like it's such a special, beautiful place. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to talk to you about Santa Barbara. What I love about your career, Shayla, is like when you say you've done it all, I mean, I really do see like you have done it all. I mean, you're a pro and then you coach at the university level, you coach at the pro level for Under Armour and then now, and you coached at Cal for so many years, which is so cool that you were involved in that program and and helped them run so well. And now Santa Barbara. So, I mean, you've kind of like done it all. Do you have a favorite? Like, do you like the, you know, university level versus the pro level, or is it just, you know, what do you feel about the two? It's so, they're so different. Um, I, I think, um, yeah, I think a few things. Um, uh, I think the pro level needs more women coaches and more women coaches that, um, absolutely like know what they're doing and, and can step in there and, and be strong because, it's a world that, um, a lot of men are prominent in and, um, it would be really fantastic to see more women leading groups, um, and having the opportunity and being empowered to lead those groups. So that's what I will say about the pro level. Um, the pro level is a lot less work, (laughs) which can be good, Um, it can also be really detrimental if you're somebody that (laughs) likes to be busy like myself. (laughs) Um, so, but I do feel like the bonds are a little bit deeper because you have less people and me and my women's squad, we got so incredibly close and it was really a special thing. And, um, we all kind of left, um, Flagstaff at about the same time and, we kind of walked away knowing that nothing will ever match our bond and the relationship and just what we had there. Um, so that was pretty cool. 
um, to have that. I, I wish we could have had that longer, um, but the way it worked out was the way it worked out and we'll forever be bonded in this really special, unique way. Um, and we're going to have each other's back throughout everything. So it's pretty awesome. Um, but then what I will say is I love the mid-major. Like I love being at UCSB um, because I can get a high level kid I can out of high school, um, which is great, which is something when you're recruiting, you're always trying to get like the best kid that you absolutely can. But also I can get a walk-on that I can develop into one of those national caliber kids. So there's a place for everyone at UCSB, which I find very, very special and very unique. And it's a beautiful thing to see all of these different caliber of athletes thrive and work together because they all make each other better. And, um, that's something that I couldn't necessarily do while coaching in the PAC 12. Um, it was like you either get that top 10 kid out of high school or you're, you're nothing, you know? So uh, there's no time to develop. <laughs> you better be a 440 uh, miler <laughs> straight away your freshman year, or you're going to just flounder, you know, it's, uh, it, it's very cutthroat and it, it is what it is. It's power five, you know, it's, uh, uh otherwise you're just not going to make it. So that's what I love about UCSB is that the opportunities across the board for every level of athlete is available for them and they can develop at their own rate. And I, I like that. <laughs> and wow. the injury rates are a lot lower, you know, cause you're, there's no, um, there's an urgency of course, but like, there's no pressure on top of that urgency. Like you're able to just, um, really create a space where people can grow. So I've, that, I've sure. loved that. I, I just feel like I found my spot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now it's interesting. You bring up the idea of mid majors and recruit and the ability to recruit at, at different levels. Uh, do you, I'm seeing this in other collegiate sports. Um, and I'm wondering, are you finding in today's, you know, kind of climate and environment where you have access to social media and it's easy to get in, it's easy for you to see them and it's easier for them to see you as recruits that you're able to kind of, um, you know, compete for some of those top level candidates, uh, you know, college kids coming in. Um, whereas before it was just like, I know these five schools and if I'm a top kid, that's where I want to go. And I don't even think about a mid-major. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like, um, yeah, I, and maybe it's just because I was at Cal for so long. So um, when I first got to Cal, I was definitely competing against UCSB quite a bit. Um, and I kind of stole that level of kid away from US, US, UCSB. Um, I could say it, but I was like, uh, Pete Dolan's doing something right. I'm going to copy him. Uh, uh, so those were definitely like the type of, so I, I just kind of, um, saw, I, I see what has worked in the past. Um, but I also saw the kids that I was getting at Cal to like, just walk on. And I, I can see similarities on like, why, why not UCSB? Why not go after those kids? And the running environment and the training environment is the best in the country, like hands down. Like I've, I've ran around the country. I've ran around the world and the training environment with the track, the bike path, the, 
dirt paths, like everything you get the six miles of beach, like whatever, it's everything, everything is there. You can get up into the mountains, into the trails, like it's, uh, it's everything. So, and for a runner, it's like, that's, that's all you need. And then you have a world-class education on top of that. Why would you not? <laughs> yeah. I know. And, I, and I'll oh. say I'm a Berkeley Homer. Cause I grew up, I didn't go to Cal, but I grew up in Berkeley. Yeah. But my big thing, there was two schools in California where I go, how do you graduate? One is Pepperdine and one, and the other is UCSB where I'm just like, <laughs> how do you leave this place? If you, if, yeah. if so, yeah. I mean, mm. Hey, just take me to <laughs> Ivy and around the beach and stuff. And I'm going to start to forget about <laughs> go bears a little bit. Yeah. 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 I mean, Berkeley is great too. Cause they have all the trails. And, uh, I think fortunately for my time in Berkeley, we were able to get vans donated so we could get off campus and get up into the hills to run and get on soft surface. So that was a blessing as well to be able to do that, but you're driving. So that's a, the downside, but um, yeah, Berkeley yeah. has some of the most incredible runs as well. Berkeley, Oakland, ugh. but they don't have the beach. That is my one thing. <laughs> I'm a Bay Area homer all day, but they don't have the beach that that nope. UCSB can't. I'm just like, yeah. I'm, I don't know. I'm going to be a 12th year senior. I don't know. <laughs> I, know. I know it was definitely I, I will say that it, you know, I mean, especially like when you leave looking back, you're like, oh, my gosh, like. I didn't realize how good I had it. I mean, of course, when I remember being a freshman and like going to, we went to cross country camp before we, you know, started uh, school that year, freshman year. And you walk on the campus and it's just like paradise. So, I mean, you know, anybody that's going to Santa Barbara, you know, lucky people, lucky kids, yeah. you know, I definitely knew it. And I knew it even more so once I graduated, like, and even now when we go back, it's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I lived here. Like, maybe we should think about moving back here. Like, it's so, it's so beautiful, but I want to get into it. So when we yeah. do come back now, you, you know, so much about it. I mean, you're coaching there. Where would you take us on a run? What are your top places to run in Santa Barbara? Yeah. Um, I think, I think, um, from campus is the best running for sure. Like just from the track, from my office is probably my, it is, it's my favorite place to run. I live in Santa Barbara, like proper, but, um, I love running from my office and from campus. Um, and I think my favorite places to run would definitely be more Mesa. I went up there today. It was beautiful. Mm. It was so clear. You could see the channel islands and then like off to the, the left or the mountains. And it's just, ugh, it was so, such a great day. Um, so, you know, that, that oh, gosh, there's just so many places to run, but yeah, more Mesa is like definitely a must, especially like for somebody that maybe they, um, aren't going to run super long. You can just drive up there and pop out onto the trails. There's a bunch of different little trails that you can run on too. So you could get like a 5k in or whatever. Um, or I, and then I like the bluffs just North of campus, obviously as well. And that is a pretty intricate trail system as well. And it can connect out to cathedral Oaks, um, road, which is a nice road to run on as well. But I haven't explored much of like the actual like trails into the mountains because I kind of have like this injury that's 
been long-term. So anytime I get on trails, it's like, I'll tweak my glute and can't run. Mm. So I, I tend to stay on like nice packed dirt or, you know, pretty solid surfaces. So yeah. But yeah. Anything on campus, North or South. Um, if it's a low tide day, I like to run on the beach <laughs> and you can go for miles on the beach. So, um, that's I, always nice too. <laughs> oh man. Those are all like some of my favorites too, Shayla. Like I remember us running, do you guys still run on butterfly beach or run near there? Yeah. 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 yeah it's so pretty there. I mean, there's, I mean, I, I know there's so many trails that we explored, but more Mesa is beautiful. Of course, campus, the bluffs are beautiful. Okay. I want to come back and run. I'm going to call you and we'll go for a run. Oh, so, well, we are having the lagoon meet this fall, so you can come back and run that. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. You guys are still doing that. That is so cool. And I, cause I remember doing that. Like when we were, you know, we'd start the beginning of the year and like parents come out alumni. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think you've convinced me. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, me and uh, Coach Fleming are kind of in the process of uh, finalizing things. I've finalized some teams that are coming, so that's good. And um, but yeah, and then actually Garrett Reynolds, um, he's coaching. He's a former UCSB uh, and he is coaching at Ventura High School. So he's going to take the lead on kind of helping with the high school portion as well. So Um, I think it'll be ran pretty well. (laughs) We'll have a lot of love and care for it. So yeah, (laughs) no, I would love to come. That would be really fun. I will follow up with you because I'd love to come out for that. Yes, definitely. Um, We're going to be having at the, I believe the home meet, we're going to have like a little this year in March, we're going to have a little thing as well. So I don't know. For track season? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cause our son is a freshman in high school and he is running cross country and long distance track as well. And so that'll be fun for him to see something like that too. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yep. Really You're so cool. close. You got to come out. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We'd love to. We've gotten there faster than we probably should have a few times under duress, but it's, oh yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Far. Distance. I know <laughs> <laughs> definitely some good stories about that. Uh, probably the best story would be going to a Santa Barbara cross country friends wedding in Santa Barbara. And we literally like got there really fast. I know we only had like maybe an hour that. to get there. And we were like flooring it anyway, <laughs> lots of good Santa Barbara stories. Yeah. Well, what about, long time ago. well, we got to talk about the food. Of okay. Course. So Shayla, where are your favorite places to eat in Santa Barbara? Um, let's see. Um, so, so my favorite breakfast spot coffee, I haven't actually done a whole lot of breakfast yet. Um, but I would like to, um, Janine's, my kids bought me a, a gift certificate to Janine's. I've heard, I hear that's phenomenal. So I have to check that out. Um, and then my favorite coffee shop is Dune. So there's one in Goleta, there's two like in Santa Barbara, one on state street and Anna Kappa. So those I great French vanilla latte. So definitely check that out. (laughs) So those are definitely my favorite. Uh, that's my favorite coffee shop so far. And I've tried a few of them. So pretty good um and then for my lunch spot is um is it south coast deli okay okay yeah i don't think we've tried that no no i like new stuff 
There used to be one in Isla Vista, I believe. Um, so it recently has closed, but there's one in Goleta. So there's one pretty close to campus. We sometimes drive to, and they have like big salads and actually giant sandwiches as well. So um, that's always a very good meal leftovers as well. So that's, that's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to eat it all in one sitting, but, um, yeah. And then dinner. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My dinner spot. <laughs> so, um, third window brewing, they make the best smash burgers, mm. but they're only available from Thursday night to Sunday night. Okay. So it's kind of this exclusive thing. <laughs> I go there for the burgers, not necessarily the beer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> beer could be better. It's, okay. not, it's not up to my standards, but um, the, <laughs> the burgers are really, really good. They're phenomenal. So those are okay. my favorite spots so far. Okay. I want to know what's a smash burger. I don't really know. Uh, basically, <laughs> I think they just like... Um, like it's like flattened I think kind of and like I don't know if it's fried or I don't know what they do but now I'm hungry yeah they have like a peanut butter and and jam one that I haven't had but I hear I hear it's really good so they have all sorts of like different you know things (laughs) so I haven't heard about that on a burger before peanut butter and jam on my burger like our kids would like it yeah sounds good to me now good. you said the beer is not good. So where should we go to have a beer in Santa Barbara? Um, so institutional ale is good. Okay. Very good. And it has a little outdoor um, patio too. So that's always fun to just be outside and drinking your beer. Um, or, oh, Topa Topa down in the funk zone. That's one of my favorites mm-hmm. as well. They kind of have an outdoor patio too. Like, and it, it all kind of connects to different businesses as well so you can like order food at a different window and it's kind of just this open concept which is neat um i think those two are are probably my favorite okay okay two new places all right i'm loving this now it being in a college town if you were trying to have an an afternoon or night out that may not be so raucous is there places you would say oh go here avoid the campus or whatever (laughs) or if you're like you know what I'm good I came I'm in a college town I know what's going to happen and so I'm all for it where where would you say you want to spend some time either way okay well um I try to stay away from campus as much as <laughs> so that's why I, I, you know, I, I hit up, you know, state street. That's, that's my zone. So the athletes can't come into my zone. <laughs> I, mean, I suppose they could, but um, honestly, my athletes have been pretty great and uh, they do dry seasons. And so when they're not doing dry seasons, then, or, you know, when they're in the off season, then if I were to see them out and about, I'd be like, all right, respect. I'm leaving, you know? So, <laughs> So to be honest, I probably wouldn't see them out anyways, but, um, yeah. So yeah, I tend to just like do state street and, um, stay in my zone. (laughs) I don't do Galita and Isla Vista (laughs) really. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Now I have to ask you, is Isla Vista still as crazy as it was? Cause when, when I was in college, it was like 
insane. Like it was on all the lists as like the top party school in the nation. Like it was the Halloween was like out of control. And then some like really bad stuff happened and they tried to tone it down. So I don't know. Is it still crazy? No, they've definitely like they've toned it down for sure. Um, I know specifically for Halloween weekend, the weekends surrounding (laughs) Halloween, you have to actually have a permit to have a party which is great. So if you get caught having a party without a permit, then you're going to get in huge trouble. And so that's like, I think toned it back quite a bit. Um, it's still going to be loud, but I, I think the kids tend to just not deal with it from my understanding. And yeah, I think it has toned down quite a bit. I mean, I'm sure it's still lots of ruckus and craziness. <laughs> uh, like I said, I don't go near it. <laughs> yeah. Smart, smart. We're talking burning couches in the middle of the road. Like, right. Was, I don't, was... I don't think that's happening as much, <laughs> <laughs> but crazy. You know, ignorance is bliss at times. That's right. <laughs> what about places to stay in Santa Barbara? Like what kind of like where you hang out, where would you have told people to go and, and stay? Yeah, I would, I would definitely stay like that lower state street area. Um, I mean, I think there's plenty right there in that area. Um, yeah, like, so anywhere, cause then from there you can get to the funk zone and which is cool up and coming and all that stuff. And there's just so many places to try. I mean, I think you walk up and down state street and you pop into anywhere and you're going to get really good food. You're going to get really good drinks, good coffee, whatever you're kind of looking for. Um, so I would say, yeah, definitely like that lower state street area to stay out there. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I would do. Okay. Okay. If you're an Airbnb person, I'm sure there's Airbnb is really close to there too. I know. Oh, it's so, I mean, you really can't go wrong. I mean, like anywhere in Santa Barbara is so pretty. Yeah. I really don't think you can go wrong. Yeah, exactly. Um, now what about races? Like, um, I know you did the half marathon and you guys are going to have your race coming up on campus, but do you have any other races? If people want to come and do a race that you'd recommend? Um, I don't, I don't know of any right now. Um, but yeah, like I, I think that the Santa Barbara half marathon is definitely, um, a lot of fun. And I know JT and his team are trying to really build it back up because it's, it hadn't been ran in a few years before this past year. So, um, I think they hadn't, there, there was even one year where they didn't have enough volunteers I had heard. So they had to cancel like last minute. So I know he and his team are like on top of it and really want to build this out and make it a big thing and, um, you know, get more competition. So, um, it was fun this year to like, just have a really local vibe. Um, but I think it's going to definitely grow in the future and be really competitive and, um, it's a lot of fun and they put on like a good, um, after party, you know, just, you kind of walked through the funk zone and got to see different vendors and, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun and you, you get to really see like what Santa Barbara is, I think through that lens. So, yeah, yeah. I think people listening will appreciate that because they love to run and they love to travel. Yeah. Can't get any better than Santa Barbara, California. You really can't. I mean, you know, you know, the weather's going to be good. So it's like, you might as well. (laughs) Yeah. It's always great running weather Uh, and where are your running stores. If Mm. you've, 
Now, you know, you may not have to deal with this from the team level, but um, if somebody's, you know, needing to grab something, where would you send them around town? Yeah, I know there's the, I haven't been in there, but there's the Santa Barbara running company um, that is like, I think it's uh, east of town or yeah. So there's, yeah, there's that, the Santa Barbara running company. I should stop in there and see it, but um, I'm sure it has anything that you could need running wise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember the Santa Barbara running company. It's been around for a long time. I yeah, think. I think so. I mean, I, I drove by it. Um, and I wish I would have stopped like a couple months ago, but yeah, it looks like it's, uh, yeah, I think it's been there a while and does pretty well. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> that always makes me happy when the small like mom and pop stores are doing well. Cause I mean, so much of it is like taken over with everyone orders their stuff online. Oh, you know? totally. Yeah. So yep. it's, it's nice when people can have a running store and actually make it work. It's good. Yeah, definitely. Well, and then there's also, you know, Hoka who's right here too. So with Deckers in oh, yeah. oh, right. So I think that's, that's like where a lot of our kids, they love Hoka. So <laughs> they're just constantly, it's right there in Goleta. So they can pop in, grab some shoes and get going. So, yeah. Now is that their, their corporate headquarters in Goleta? Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. That's like perfect. Yeah. It's really nice. I've had a couple of athletes that have just have worked there and yeah, had good things to say. So that's awesome. So now I know this question is kind of like crazy because it's not crazy, but it's kind of like Santa Barbara is so beautiful all year round. But if you had to choose a season, what would be your favorite? Um, yeah, great question. I've been here six months. So <laughs> I, hear, uh, I hear that the June gloom is real. So maybe not June. <laughs> yes, you will. You will soon find out. It is so real. <laughs> yeah. Well, we. I feel like we had some of it in uh, November. We got a lot of gloom. I guess you guys probably did too. It was kind of there was some, yeah, gloominess to it. But um, I would say if you want to be with a lot of tourists, I think July's probably July and August are probably pretty touristy and full of people. Um, but other than that, like, that's what I've loved about Santa Barbara is that it has such a community feel other than the times that there are sometimes people around, like just being touristy. Um, but it's like very much not super crazy. So any other time of the year, I think it's great time to visit. It's, uh, it's actually pretty quiet during the week too. I, mm. I enjoy that. Like you can take a walk down state street. They have the whole, well, not the whole street blocked off, but like lower street state street is just, um, completely blocked off from cars. So you can take a stroll up and down state street. You can go shopping, you can go and eat and whatever. So you can kind of do it all, which is great. And I don't, I don't think there's a bad time to visit. <laughs> yeah. I know you were mentioning about like that funk zone area and I'm not really familiar with it. What's, what is going on down there? Yeah. So it's like a pretty up and coming, like artsy type area, hipster type area, <laughs> all of that stuff, <laughs> that vibe, probably like a younger ish crowd, maybe. I don't know. I think everyone is, is around. So um, but yeah, there's just like, yeah, lots of like the wine wineries in there and, um, yeah, just 
different fun places to hang out and it's all very close and connected. Ah, that okay. sounds good. Okay, okay. We're gonna have to check it out. We'll have yeah. to come to yeah. Santa Barbara and check out the funk zone, get a smash burger and yep. do the thing. Yeah. Yep. For you in this, the time that you've been there, you know, if you've had a chance to explore around a little bit, has there been a must see before you leave Santa Barbara uh, place or moment for you yet? And if so, what was it? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think I really enjoy views. So um, I think the view from, well, first of all, if you like history and all of that, the Santa Barbara mission is just a beautiful place to be. But then also the view from the Rose Garden at the mission Mm. is of like the ocean and everything is just awesome. It's picturesque and just, it's fun to hang out there on a warm day and with friends, toss a Frisbee or whatever. So I think that's one of those maybe must see little areas or like maybe driving out on the Santa Barbara pier too. That's fun. Yeah. How unique is that to be able to drive out on to one? So, yeah, no, that's a good one. That's definitely good. Yeah. I didn't know you could drive out on the pier. Yeah. You can drive. Okay. And it's, yeah, yeah, it's like you're on, you know, the planks and everything. It's like all rickety. It feels weird, but yeah, it's, it's, I think that might be a must. At Uh, the end of our cross country seasons, we used to, we didn't drive out there, but we would run out to the end of the pier and jump. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Which was really fun. (laughs) That's scary. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm probably giving your team some ideas here. All right, you guys, go do it after the end, especially after you win a championship. You got to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, after one practice, I made them all get in the water and take a take a swim. They're like, "Are you serious?" I was like, "Yeah, you guys just crushed a workout. Why not? We're yeah. you're basically cooled down." I know. <laughs> like you got to do that. Like, have fun. Live a little. And they're like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, live a little after you run that 430 mile. Go treat yeah, yourself. Exactly. Um, I'm so excited about the team. And it sounds like you guys are really developing and growing even more. I mean, I'm just, it's gonna be cool to see how your track season goes, and that's gonna parlay itself into another great cross-country season. So we're excited to see it all happen. Yeah, thank you. I'm excited. <laughs> excited to keep going and keep building. So big things to come for sure. yeah oh my gosh Shayla best of luck we'll be cheering for you now I'm definitely motivated to come out and cheer you guys on on some meets and meet you in person so we really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us for a little bit yeah thanks for having me on (laughs) yes now before we let you get away there's two things we we always go over one is if you could run anywhere in the world where would it be and why you've been a lot of places too as a pro runner as well I know oh you know what maybe St. Moritz I know a lot of uh pros have I've never been there but you know um a lot of pros I see their pictures and everything and it just seems like a place I need to go visit and see and run it's so beautiful yeah yeah, I know that's been a popular, been answer, a popular answer. answer. Oh, really? Now I'm like, I'm pumped to <laughs> yeah, go there. Okay. Like, got to put it on the list here. Short list, for sure. Yeah. 
a good one. Definitely. I hear it's hard to get there, but like that whole train ride there looks really cool. And like, yeah, it just seems like a, a really, yeah, must do thing. <laughs> oh, for sure. Now with your own, I know you just did the Santa Barbara half. Do you have any races for yourself coming up in the new in 2022? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I like that though. It's kind of like, just go with the flow, enjoy your coaching, run, you know, run, run for run fun. When it feels good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's the plan. <laughs> good. I love that. Good. Well, where can everybody find you to follow along on all this, the coaching adventures and the running adventures? Yeah. Um, I am on Twitter, which I don't post a whole lot, but, um, I'm probably on Instagram the most and it is, uh, my handle is Shalala, <laughs> but it's like Sha underscore lay underscore la. <laughs> oh, yes. that's fun. Yeah. I love it. Nickname, All right. But, uh, I haven't, you know, some, no one's called me that in a while. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, we're going to put this in the show notes. Go follow Shayla. And thank you so much. I can't wait to meet you in person sometime in Santa Barbara. Absolutely. Yes. Can't wait. <laughs> All right. Thanks. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Shayla Houlihan, it was an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Congratulations again on your new position, helping to continue the greatness of the Gauchos in cross country and track and field. It was very interesting to hear your strategy behind getting your team ready for the conference championships through a grueling cross country season. Thank you for the great insight on enjoying Santa Barbara as a runner while staying clear of the crazy college life. Follow Shayla on Instagram at Shay underscore lay underscore la and ucsbgauchos.com. Come follow us at Sweet Run, Nat Runs Far, and on sweetrun.com. A big thanks again to our sponsor, Inside Tracker. Use the code SWEETRUN to take 25% off of everything they have to offer. Use it for yourself or an awesome gift. A big thanks to our friends at Inside Tracker. Are you guys enjoying the Sweet Run podcast? We would love it if you would take a moment to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or any platform that you listen to our show on. It would help us to get our content out to new listeners and help to grow our show. Go ahead and push the button. Leave us a rating and review. We would so appreciate it. And we appreciate you guys. Join us next week for another great conversation with an awesome runner living in a great location. We'll see you then. We will see you then.